Well, we did it. We made it through 2022. And let's say we did it victoriously. You all look fantastic. I've got one more episode for you before the year ends. Here it is. The rest of my conversation with Danielle. Happy New Year to my contrary guardians. stuff to share and not just the history stuff i i feel like you've also been doing your own version of evolving and um self-awareness and getting there on your own oh yeah lots of therapy (laughs) i wasn't going to use the word therapy but you have found little tricks and ways for you to get to a place like no one has to come over to you and shake you and say let it go danielle well sometimes I have I have a few people in my life that have to uh, <laughs> knock some sense into me. But more times than not, you can get there on your own because you've developed a toolkit for yourself. Right. Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of therapy. No, oh, wow. it's 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 <laughs> it's that, and also just you know, I think just looking at I don't know the broader picture and not always like focusing on yourself at times and just knowing that like some things it's not you people are also going through things that you don't know about and so they might react and you you can't overthink it too much and like that's a big thing with me is like overthinking and caring people think and it's it's a lot it's a it's a long process trying to let go of what other people think and understanding letting it go and all of that but it's it's definitely been a process it's it's a lot of um therapy and a lot of books and a lot of just having like big conversations with people and I don't know just being really honest and like not sugarcoating or like getting too angry or but just having a respectful conversation about stuff I've recently become enamored with the word um, authentic. I want to become the authentic version of myself. Uh, And that would include uh, no more faking it, Mm. letting stuff go. The thing for me is people can tell me, hey, let that go. And I can let it go. But in 15 minutes, I'm going to go and pick it up again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It's like, okay. Recently, there was a situation to where I reacted and... You know, in the moment, I felt great. Like, oh, yeah, I told her and da, 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 da. And then 15 minutes later, I'm like, well, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or was that really, should I have really gone about it that way? Or maybe I should have said it this way. Da, 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 da. And it's like, no, I felt this way. I backed up how I felt and why I was saying that. And at the end of the day... They have to take it or leave it. And I said my piece and I got to let it go. You made a choice. You decided to not let it go. You decided to address it. Mm. If you let it go, you would have kept it in a coin purse in your pocket yes. for years and thought, oh, when is her come up and it's going to happen? Yeah. And it wouldn't. But instead, you communicated the truth to someone. Right. And you may, you may at moments regret the way you did it, but... By making that choice, by owning it, and continuing to let that have happened, and now living with the consequences, there's got to be a certain level of satisfaction of getting it off your chest. Oh, yeah, 100%. And even in that, like, 
example that happened recently, it's making me realize that I can apply that to like other situations in my life and things that I'm dealing with or will deal with in the future. Like you can. And I think a bigger part of that too is like just having your voice and not because for me, like I just keep quiet about a lot of things and I don't, I just like all at it not say anything but I think it was a culmination of different things to where it just like no I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna do it and you know and then taking that feeling and those emotions around it and just applying it to other things in life because yeah well when is anyone ever going to uh, have an opportunity in their life to stop addressing the wrongs around them they're always going to be and and one of the fun things that I think you and I both do is we use the word boundaries as a way to kind of well I've I've made a boundary and that way we don't have to deal with it yeah but boundaries are a legit wonderful tool that we should use and they do provide you a a level of privacy Mm. and the ability to not have to hear others opinions because I think it's easy to take them to heart and then think that it matters when in fact it doesn't, the only opinion that matters is yours. And of course the people right. closest to you, but unless they're being a dick, then you don't have to yeah. worry about it. So boundaries are awesome if you use them correctly. I tend right. to use them wrong. Me too. And I end up isolating accidentally. Yeah, what are you going to do? 100%. Yeah, then you're like, oh, and you feel abandonment. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I made that whole situation oh, yeah. happen by myself. Yep. But it's super important to get used to telling people how you really feel. And telling them no. Ooh. Telling people no. Telling people no. And also being like, I don't want to talk about that anymore. And just shutting it down. Because there's some people that will just beat a dead horse. And I'm like, nope, I'm not talking about it anymore. Yeah. And it's it's a really hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. But there's been a few instances even recently where I've been like, I'm not talking about that anymore. Just That's super empowering. Yeah, and being able to drop it, change conversation, and then like, okay, at another time, we can pick it back up again, but just, no, drop it, not talking about it. And I mean, you could also just change the subject or walk away, or there's lots of ways to deal with that one, but I am one of those gals that needs someone to hold up a sign and tell me what's next. At work, when I'm losing it, and they don't know what to do with me... We have created a safe word, which I'm oh. unhappy that it's pineapple because I'm like, that's everybody's safe word. There's nothing more. And the other day during a morning meeting, I said, are there pineapples? Why are there pineapples? But they were telling someone else pineapples. And I'm like, oh, it wasn't me that time. Mm. Someone else in our little department was saying something. I don't think they should all have the same. We can't all have the same. Safe word. We can't all have the same safe word. Also, we shouldn't have a safe word at work. So many levels of inappropriateness. No. But well, mine was supposed to be that. Mary take a pause. Oh. But instead it's now pineapples. It's fine. Sometimes they need to be told to shut up and they don't know how to do I it. I don't think I ever had one. Like No, you don't cross all the lines where someone feels the need <laughs> to If tell anything, you that. I had so I needed someone to be like, Danielle, speak up more because yeah. that could have been my thing. So what would what's the opposite of a safe word? A danger word? A a, a danger word. A danger word. Yeah. A danger word. I feel like we just made something up here. Yeah. I think we're going to get famous danger on word. that one. That's going to be the book. Yeah. The I'm writing it down. Danger word. You don't need a safe word. You need a danger word. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't but, know, Danielle. But, but I think danger we, word. 
I feel like there's something to that. There, the, there is. It's the opposite of a safe word. Yeah. It's when you need to speak up and it's it's a it's danger And word. you you might be like being a little controversial or you know but yeah, danger word. Yeah, it's like I yeah. said it, that's right. Yeah. 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 I, I love like, that. I like that. Danielle, we covered a lot in this episode, which is something I say all the time at work now, out of context, and they really uh, they giggle because they don't know what I'm talking about. What's happening? The Phantom of the Opera. Oh, we do have one more thing we want to talk just about. Just one more thing. Okay, because I thought you were just like talking to yourself there, and I got scared. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. I feel like we should touch on this. Let's touch on this. So, The Phantom of the Opera is my favorite. Like, musical... Broadway, anything. Of all of them? Of all of them. Not Grease? No. Okay. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Your look of disgust was fantastic. <laughs> I wish this was on video. Like, no. No. Um, <laughs> I, like, I knew of Phantom of the Opera when I was a kid because Wishbone covered it a little bit. Oh, yeah. The dog. What the hell's Wishbone? Wishbone. 90s kids will understand this. Um... Wishbone was this dog that I, I think it was a Jack Russell Terrier. He would like hop into like books and be a part oh. of the story. Like he'd be a character in the story. Okay. And I remember vaguely as a kid that he was in the Phantom of the Opera by oh my God. Gaston Leroux. Like he, he, they did a Phantom of the Opera, like based oh. off the book. Right. So when I was in high school, Phantom of the Opera, the movie, came out. And I was obsessed because, you know, Gerard Butler as the Phantom was... And the chick from... And the uh, chick from Shameless, Shameless, yeah. Emma... Emmy Rossum. Thank you, Emmy Rossum. Was Christine Daae. And... Wow. Yeah. I can recite the entire thing word by word. So... What? And parts of it I can do in French. But... Fancy. Yeah. So... Like, the Broadway play was already a thing. Right. And then I saw it when I was a teenager. I saw the movie when that came out. Yeah. And then recently, I was a I was a big fan. Huge fan. Cool. But then recently, they came out, Broadway, and they're going to be ending the show. Yes, there was a headline that they were shutting down Phantom of the Opera on Broadway. And I died a little inside. Oh. I've only seen it twice. But I think it's brilliant. Yeah. And so they were going to stop the production in February of 2023, the day after my birthday. Oh, my God. And the whole reason of why they were going to stop the whole production and, like, basically bench it, I guess, is because they weren't getting enough ticket sales. Oh. All these newer up-and-coming shows were getting more money and more fame and attention yeah. and then phantom was slipping but then once they re- release that they're going to cancel it the sales skyrocketed that's what happens and yeah. so they're gonna they're doing their final like run and everything and i was like oh my god do i need to book a ticket to new york and go oh, see it because wow. i'm like if this is it yeah i'm gonna this is it so i haven't fully decided yet but they were gonna end it february 18th and now they've extended it out through oh. april 2023 Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because of the response. Yes. And they're like, we're not extending it again. And I'm like, are you sure about that? Okay. Also, revivals do happen after a few years. Oh, yeah. You know, it does and I think because it's been, such, it's it has such a nostalgia and a hold and it's it just, mm-hmm. 
everything from like yeah. the set production to the music and the, oh. the the lyric like costumes the whole the chandelier the chandelier i mean it's brilliant oh the song just brilliant the sequel yeah. not so much but the original phantom of the opera this, you mean the sequel the movie no, the what? sequel played to Phantom of the Opera. They made another play? Andrew Lloyd Webber made another one called Love Never Dies. That's one of the songs, right? It's, no, maybe it's not. No, it's... Um, oh. He made a sequel at some point to the Phantom of the Opera, and it's where they come to New York or Coney Island whatever okay but there's a rekindling of the phantom and christine oh what it doesn't make any sense i hate it oh yeah Yeah. don't like it they should cancel that one too but the original yes like even though you can dissect it it's got a lot of issues whatever it's beautiful i loved it we went as i I feel like we were in our 20s my sister Mm -hmm. Jeannie was obsessed with the one song oh yeah uh, we loved it. It was we played it constantly around the house. Yeah. We had the soundtrack is just one of our family yeah. favorites, and Les Mis was also a favorite. Oh yeah. But I, I loved it that you started loving it because of like a dog named Wishbone. Yeah, that's hysterical. Yeah, who jumped into books? Oh my god, was this on a Saturday morning or something? It was in the afternoons. I remember coming home from school and like. Wishbone would be on, Reading Rainbow would be on, and oh. then there was another show that was on, but it was all around books. Like Reading Rainbow, I used to watch, and then um, Wishbone, like he was this talking dog in a sense, and he became like the main character in all these like classic books and everything, and like oh. they'd recreate the story, and yeah. it was just like just the best. But that's where it all started. It was a very nostalgic thing for you. Now, you are a lifelong lover of books. Yes. You're always reading something. Yeah. May we ask what you're reading right now? I don't know why I said we. It's just me. (laughs) What are you reading right now, Danielle? If the the masses want to know. They do, all of them, both Um, of them. The masses. um, The contrary contrary guardians demand to know. I... I finally, I'll start with one that I just recently read, and then I'll let you know what I'm actually reading now. But okay. I finally read Where the Crawdads Sing. Oh, that's a big deal. I resisted it for a very long time you because did? I heard mixed reviews about it. I heard it was a fantasy. I heard it was the most brilliant thing ever written. I heard it was crap. And then finally, I saw the movie on Netflix. Oh, yeah. And I watched about 20 minutes of it, and I yeah. was like, I think I should stop and read the book. Oh, I love that. So I stopped the movie. Movies are good. They make you read. Yeah. So I stopped (laughs) the movie and I read the book. I actually really enjoyed the book. Wow. It moved faster towards the end, which I didn't really like. But overall, it was a really, it was a really good book. Okay. Um, I'm glad I read it now. We'll be right back. Do you miss me performing stand-up? Is that something you would have liked to have seen but didn't get a chance to? Hey, all hope is not lost. Go to LongIslandMary.com. There you can check out links to all my videos, some of the fun sketch comedy I make with my friends, and there's a place where you can add a comment to appear on this podcast. 
I know. LongIslandMary.com. Check it out as soon as you're done listening to this great podcast. But right now, I'm reading a book about, um, I'm reading a book called Superfuel. Superfuel? Um, can I guess what it's about? Yeah. Okay, it's not about cars, right? Uh-uh. Is it, is it for humans? Yes. Okay, it's a superfuel for humans. Yes. Okay, which means it's a food. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that the superfuel in the book is, um... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't fucking know, Danielle. What is it? So it's about uh, good fats and bad fats. It's about fats. Yeah. And it's got fuel in the title. Yeah. Stop the car because we were raised to think that right? sugar was fuel. Oh yeah, no. This is uh, some doctor I follow online, and so it's a book about good fats, bad fats, and how to interpret, like, put them into your diet and everything. Yeah. So that's like my nerdy book, and then I have another nerdy one that I'm reading right now, and it's actually. By Neil Gorsuch, um, or, oh, that's uh, a, a Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah um, his oh. his book, A Republic, if you can keep it. A Republic, if you can keep it, mm-hmm. by Neil Gorsuch. So he's he's one of the Supreme Court guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this was written a few years ago, um, but it's basically about like his journey to where he is now as a Supreme Court judge, and then. Um, just like an outlook on being a judge and you know the constitution and upholding that as like in wow. your role so it's yeah. actually it's pretty interesting that was almost political almost. but it's actually not supposed to be because no. he's a supreme court yes. justice and that's <laughs> it's evident early on in the book that it's a it's not about like what he thinks it's more of upholding what their role is and with the constitution and the like our rights like yeah definitely keeping that at the focus that's really nice because so often people who we think of as political figures which we should not think of supreme court justices as political figures i wish we didn't know their political party at all Mm. but it's fascinating that he wrote a book that he wasn't trying to just make a bunch of money on by making it controversial he's talking about Hey, you know why we do this? These documents. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about these documents and what they mean. Right. That's that's fascinating. Right. I love that. Good choices. Yep. I want to go back to the fat book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do they tell you to put butter in your coffee? Because I read that one. They, they haven't disgusting. talked about butter in your coffee. Disgusting. Um, I have not tried it, but um, it's it's almost like borderline too scientific for me. Really? Yeah, yeah, but I do enjoy what he posts on social media just because it's like those bite-sized like nuggets of information. Okay. But he promotes the hell out of his book, so I'm like, I got to read it. Yeah. So, at times it's a little bit much, but there are some things in there about like how some fats that you were told were bad for you are actually good for you. It's oh. like it's like an opposite thing. So, it is good to have fats in your diet. It just yeah. depends on what types of fats those are, like healthy fats. Yeah. Coming yeah. out, it was all about monounsaturated, yeah. which was olive oil. <laughs> and then when they started talking about triglycerides, I chose to stop paying attention because I said, you're just making up shit now. So did you just say that's all bad for you? 
So there are certain things that are bad for you. Is olive oil bad for you? Olive oil is good for you. Yes, Avocado is. oil is good for you. Oh. But when you get into those um, like vegetable oil, canola oil, right. um, peanut oil, oh. sunflower oil, the safflower, the, um, those, those oils that when you look at the, this is getting nerdy, but That's okay. I'm also a health freak, but, yes. um, so many directions we can go with this, but when you're looking at the ingredients list of what you're buying in the store, like if it's starting off with that sunflower oil, canola oil, it's bad for you. Because the first ingredient is the majority. It's the yeah. highest content. And it's low quality oil. It's garbage oil. It's bad for you. It is. And it's in like 90% of what you're buying at the store. Ooh. Do you remember when we were all angry about the high fructose corn syrup? Mm -hmm. I feel like we moved on to fats again. It's back to fats. That's fine. I think that's good. Yeah. Because that'll stop your heart. Yeah. Diabetes is bad. Yeah. And high fructose corn syrup is giving everyone diabetes. Yeah. But if your heart stops, it doesn't matter what's in your blood. Right. <laughs> so, Ugh. yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I just, you know, I eat an avocado every other day or something. Do you? Yeah. It's good and for I, you. And, you know, I eat butter. Yeah. Well, I've been watching the Great British Bake Off. Oh, yeah. And, Butter's and good for you. Well, I, I also enjoy the Julia Roberts... Julia Roberts. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> I don't know that she cooks. Julia Child. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. Is just it like, that just late in put the day? A, just put a, like a block of butter in your pan when you're cooking up your eggs. It's all good for you. Put a slab of butter on your steak, on your potato. Just eat butter. That's what I'm going to end with. Eat butter. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying because it's better than margarine or are you being sarcastic? Actually, I think it is better than margarine yes. now that I'm remembering. So just eat your butter. Yeah. Don't be afraid of butter. Ghee butter. is even better for you, but just eat your butter. Ghee. Ghee. Ghee's another fat, right? Well, it's when you take like grass, like a really good quality butter and you oh. melt it down and you, you wipe off the excess and then oh. you have ghee. Oh. Um, they sell it in the store, but it's better if you just melt down your own. Like if you oh. buy um, when, that Irish butter in the store. Oh, I've seen it. I walked by it. Yeah, it's expensive. It's expensive yeah. But if you melt it down and skim off the top of it, you've it's basically gay. made ghee. Oh. You know what's fascinating is the Contreras Guardians uh, <laughs> left about a, half an hour ago. <laughs> but, but your people stayed. Oh, yeah. The butter people stayed. The, the don't don't eat the bad oils stayed. But um, just, just, just eat your butter and just use avocado oil and olive oil. That's all you need. Well, that, that sums up our health segment. <laughs> and now back to the weather. Johnny, why is it raining? We're getting a cold front. <laughs> getting a cold front. <laughs> it's actually it freezing outside. It's going to be uh, appropriate Christmas weather. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right, that's good news. Yeah. Uh, Christmas is coming. Are you done shopping, Danielle? Uh, no. No. Yeah. I hate shopping. Ah. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people in my life hate shopping. I mean, it's easy to buy shit for yourself because, like, I need to live. I need to buy well, things. You need a thing, you go and buy it. Yeah, and then, yeah. I mean, that sounds, I feel like that sounds selfish of me, but, like, I gotta, I gotta survive. Yeah. But when it comes to buying things for other people around this time of year, there's times where it's like, oh, yeah, I thought of you and, like, I got this. Then there's other times where it's like, 
I just need to find a freaking gift for you because I need something on the tree. And that's at the point where I'm at. And I think I figured it out mostly for everybody in my life. But there's a few people that I'm like, I don't know what to buy you. So I have a really good idea for you for next year. It's too late now. Yeah. So next year, meet a friend mm-hmm. and go get a coffee and then go to Target and follow your friend around Target and write down everything she picks up. Okay. And then you get ideas for gifts. Okay. Yes, Sarah, that's how I decide what to get you. Um, but you know that already. Um, that's one way to buy gifts for people. Another way is to pay super attention to what they're into and then try to come up with something. Another way is to buy Funko Pops based on what they enjoy because I don't care who you are or how old you are. Funko Pops are great. Yes, I'm that immature. I don't care. I think they're just super fun no matter what. My mom ran out of ideas. Now, I was still into stuff. I was playing golf. I was doing all kinds of things. One year, she bought me a dust buster. I said, this is just for you. What are you doing? And another time, she bought me a laminator. I said, you wanted your allergy list and medication list to be laminated. So you bought me a laminator. No, I thought you would enjoy this, Mary. I'm like, Ma, why would I want a laminator? And I did laminate. Yeah, see, but you're like a crafty girl, so you would enjoy that. And I... I dip my toe in the crafty, but not so much anymore. But anyway, I think it's really important to just do your best to make sure that your people know you're thinking of them. Don't drive yourself crazy trying to find the perfect gift. You're not going to find it. Nope. Just remind people you care about them. Even if you just throw a card at them or like I said in my last podcast, just send them a text or a call. Call them up because that's good too. But once the holidays are over, we can focus more on our uh, our ghee intake. Yeah, because it'll be January, you know, starting a new diet, getting healthy, and yeah. focus on eating your butter. Now, I do have to comment before you go and before we wrap this up. I do need to know, is this an ordinary watch on your wrist I'm looking at? This is a Garmin watch. Oh, excuse me. What? What? It's a Garmin Vivo Move style or something. Wait, is that like Garmin, like it tells you how to get to the store? Like it's a MapQuest thing? No. Garmin? No. Oh, but it is a watch. It's It's a watch. It just tells time. It tells time and it tells me how many steps I took and what my heart rate is. It's not a watch. It's a smart watch. It's a smart watch. and It looks like a watch. It looks like a watch. That's why I overanalyze these things for weeks. Wait, there's like a digital picture on it now. Yeah. So if, I, so if I raise my wrist up, it'll tell you what my heart rate is and what my steps are for the day. Where did you get this? Online. I thought it was a regular watch. It's making pictures. Yeah. Guys, if you could see this. And then you can go into the app and like change what you want to see. So if you didn't want to see your heart rate, you yeah. could be like, well, show me my calorie intake for the day what's or something. You, what's your heart rate right now? My heart rate right now is 110. Well, it's because we're running. We are <laughs> running. <laughs> We're running out of time on yeah. this podcast. <sighs> but yeah, it um, <laughs> yeah, it tells me all the fancy things. And then when my heart rate gets really high, it says, maybe you should take a break. Let's do a breathing exercise together. And I'm Don't like, F you. <laughs> Don't get the bends. Don't get the bends. Don't let your heart rate get above 100 because then your watch will yell at you. Mine's usually around there when I'm in conversation. If yeah. I'm sitting and not moving, 70, 72, 74, it used to be much lower. Oh, today I was just sitting there working on something and it buzzed at me like, do we need to take a breath break? Because my heart rate was just 101 just sitting there. Just sitting? Just sitting, inputting events onto a calendar. Life has become too hard for all of us. It, yeah. Our brains are making our heart rate go up. Yeah. We can't disconnect the brain though. No. 
But we gotta find ways to. I mean, I've thought about just taking the watch off because it is a little bit much. Like I'm trying to track my movement, but then it's like. Yeah. Maybe you need to calm down. And I'm like, well, no shit, I need to calm down. But don't tell me that, so I ignore it. It's a um, beautiful watch, though. It, I really like it. It it's, looks It's good. better than Fitbit. Yeah, it is. I, I, got me a, I got me one of them Apple watches. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's fantastic. But They're nice until they yell at you. Well, nobody wants to get yelled at. No. 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 I love that you were sitting still and said, "Should we take a breathing break?" That's fantastic. Yeah, it's like you're now. Now I'm at 105. Yeah, yeah. I was standing still once. Uh, I was sitting actually, and mine said, "I see that you're exercising." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Oh no." Yeah. So I, I've been the same. I've been in the same place, which is yeah. I'm glad to hear because you're young and healthy. So if it's happening to you too, I feel better. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like maybe you should move. Because you've been sitting for a long time, and it's like, well, I guess I sit a lot now. But that's a story for another time. And that's your job. It's my job. Danielle, you came on my podcast finally. I did. We made it happen. I know. And we're going to make it happen again. We're going to do it again. And I'm very excited about your podcast. Yes. Maybe it'll be called Danger Word. We're not Ooh. leaving this in. <laughs> I, it, could be, it could be any number of things. I forgot what we said before. But when we listen back to it, I'll find it. <laughs> yeah, there were. Yeah, if, uh, for those who just listened, uh, if you could, if you could do me a favor, there's a new feature now on this podcast, Contrary Guardians. I want you to keep an eye out. I don't know how I'm going to make it work, but I'm gonna. There's a thing that you can click on on the page where you can leave a voice message now, <gasps> and I know you can call into the show, <gasps> not in real time, but you can call in and leave a message, and. Please know that if you leave a message, you are giving me permission to then put that on the show. And I will only use your first name and I will not read your phone number or anything like that online. So your privacy is protected, but know that I will put it on the show. So you are agreeing to be on the show. So I will somehow make that work. If I don't make it work, if you go to longislandmary.com, there's a link on the front page, on the home page. You click on that link, you can leave me a message, and I'm going to put it on the show. So I want to thank my awesome, wonderful guest, Danielle Dankenbring, for being on the show today. Danielle, you're a delight. Oh, thanks for having me. This was fun. We're going to do it again. We are going to do that, and I think I just came up with another potential podcast. Uh, Danielle is a delight or delightful Danielle, because yeah. <laughs> alliteration, right? Yeah. So you were here. We're going to do it again. The holidays are coming. We're probably going to get together back in the new year and discuss yep. uh, fitness and health. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, we'll probably talk about, uh, maybe there'll be like a drink of the week or something. Yeah. But you definitely will have that segment on yours. Diet of the month. Oh, diet of the month is good. Yeah, I told myself, I'm going to go on the Mediterranean diet. It lasted four days. Did you have a gyro? <laughs> No. Oh, okay. No, I, you know, I, I ate chicken and olives and cucumbers, oh, and it's, it's a lot of that. That's good. Also, yeah. a, a gyro is not a thing. It's a gyro. Gyro. And I don't want to hear it because my people will, ooh, the torches. They're mm. lighting torches mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. coming for me because I said it wrong. Danielle, thank you for joining me on Contrary Gardens this week. Guys, come around every week and play with me because I need to know you're out there. Please stay hydrated. Get your hug. Take care of each other. Know that I love you. Danielle, any last word? Eat your butter. (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what I thought she was going to (laughs) say. 
All right, you guys, you have a great rest of your weekend, and I will see you next week. Contrary Guardians, go take care of yourselves and your people. Love you. Bye. Eat your butter.